Welcome to The Greenwood, the official podcast of the company of Little Dunmo. I'm here with Andrew Dangle. Um, he's currently uh, doing some maintenance on his chain mail as we have this interview. Um, Andrew uh, is uh, one of the um, was one of the early people that got involved uh, with the group, and um, yeah, here we are. How are you, Andrew? I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, um, Andrew made the drive from uh, Maryland to Kentucky here. And uh, brought all his toys, and uh, we're really excited um, about having him. Uh, how did you get into medieval reenactment, and what was your um, first contact with, with the group? So I've always been interested in medieval history as well as uh, American history and American Civil War and World War II. And, and I actually started reenacting when I was 12, uh, doing Civil War, and carried a drum for many years, and uh, when I was in college, started getting into the World War II reenacting world. Um, but when I was, well, a kid and young adult, um, I always had an interest in medieval history, um, spent a lot of time making wooden swords in the basement and all those kinds of things. Uh, and so a couple of years back, uh, my wife and I are... are avid attendees of the Maryland Renaissance Festival, mm. and I was looking to put together an outfit to wear at the Renaissance Festival, but didn't want to put something Renaissance-ish together so much as <laughs> to follow through with my love of uh, the medieval world. Um, and so, I, you know, I put that together and, and went to the Renfest a couple times and got asked who I camped with at Penzik and of course had no answer because that wasn't the world that I was uh, <laughs> right. you know, coming from. Um, and then you know, it goes, once again, it goes back to the Living History Show, your impressions Facebook group. Um, I saw, I knew Josh from doing um, Old West events and 19th century American stuff. Um, and he posted a picture of him in his kit and when I found out that there was somebody else who I knew who was doing the time period that I wanted to do, it was all in. Right, right, all in. So yeah, so you, um, I remember when you when you first kind of jumped onto the group, and uh, within, yeah, within the year, uh, you've pretty much put together an entire uh, uh, landed knight's impression um, for for the early 13th century. Well, it hit me at exactly the right moment because when I first got in contact with the group was right at the start of summer. And as a, a school teacher, um, I, summer is my personal project time. Right. So um, I had enough spare wool sitting around the house and uh, you know, had a, a background and I've been reproducing 19th century clothing uh, since 2001. Uh, so had a strong background in sewing and doing that kind of work, uh, and so it, the the being able to put something together pretty quickly was was easy. Um, but what takes the most time, especially for me, and and probably should for all reenactors, is the research part. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just 
Uh, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not researching something in particular, whether it's, you know, looking at, at extant uh, clothing or armor or yeah. um, archaeological finds. or For sure. Yeah, same, same, I, probably the same with all, I'm, at, at any given point in the week, I'm, you know, browsing images of, you know, medieval archives and, and, uh, you know, the internet is such a <laughs> amazing plug out for like yeah. manuscripts and miniature and, uh, yeah, it's really great. And I, I found, um, I found quite a few groups, uh, or quite a few, um, great resources on, um, uh, Instagram, you know, there's a lot of like. Um, archives that have uh, Instagram accounts where they post different things from their collections and um, yeah it's just it's it's uh, the research today I mean there's really it's it's hard to to make excuses you know <laughs> when you when you uh, when you when you're trying to put something together it's it's also readily available when um, I was uh, doing my, my college undergrad and was in my uh, history of medieval England course we had to do a uh, uh, like movie historiography, essentially. And the, the movie that I got was Lion in the Winter. Hmm. And when I did my presentation, I had found very little research to be able to actually talk intelligently about Eleanor of Aquitaine. And I look back on myself and I'm like, one of the most powerful and influential people of the time period, and you couldn't find anything back then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so my research skills have improved since then, <laughs> but the internet uh, certainly helps uh, with those starting steps. And, oh, for and sure. Figuring out where to turn. For sure. Um, yeah, so one one highlight that I want to want to touch on is um, uh, listeners can't see it, but they're going to be able to see it on our, on our uh, uh, Instagram and our Facebook uh, group, etc. But you, you have hand sewn an entire uh, medieval pavilion. Um, <laughs> now, a lot of reenactors would would balk at something like that and say, "I'll just buy it." You know, I'll buy something. But um, what made you? I mean, obviously you sew, so that that was that, that was you know that that helps. That a was lot. a no brainer. Um, <laughs> but uh, the time. That it takes to do something like that. I mean, this is really to, for for me knowing the hobby that I do in different aspects of reenacting, um, in different different time periods of reenacting. Doing something like this is really nothing to to sneeze at. Like this is like this is really great. <laughs> you know, I don't know too many groups that in any time period that have a hand sewn when it's appropriate yes. to have one that have a hand sewn tent, um, much less something of this size. So. Um, and that even goes down to clothing. It's, I mean, and it, it, it is so much easier to run something through the machine than it is to do it by hand. Mm -hmm. um, the difference is, it, when you're doing a project like that, you can't rush. Yeah. Um, it it's, it's, has to be something that's going on in the background while you're doing the rest of your life. Uh, and mm -hmm. that's, that's essentially how I did it, is when the family would watch TV in the evenings, um, I would sit down on the floor, and for two hours I would do some hand sewing. Yeah. Uh, and after... You know, several months. An inch by inch. An inch by inch, it turns into a tent. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And the more you sew by hand, the faster that you get. Mm -hmm. um, so it's it's not, I mean, you're not sewing a tent at 20 stitches an inch. Right. Uh, which which means you can cover a lot more ground quickly. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting past that intimidation of, okay, I'm going to do this. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine, yeah. Well, and, and I think... I think for me, what, what the daunting thing would be is just making sure that the measurements are all right um, for something like that, um, because you're dealing with a lot of different panels and 
and making sure that, you know, when, when it's upright, it's all going to lay right, <laughs> you know, um, but it looks great. I'm really impressed. <laughs> well, it. thank you very much. I'm, I'm thrilled that it's out this weekend for the first time. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you, um, when you joined, uh, the company, um, did you feel like you had sort of kind of, uh, found that thing that you were like, Oh, you know, this is, um, like, do you, do you feel like the the company was what you were absolutely expecting or um, wanting? It, it's it's always one of the hardest things in reenacting is finding a like minded group of people mm-hmm. uh, that you that you wanted to to do events with. Absolutely. Uh, and once you've you've found that group, um, I mean that uh, for me even has transcended time periods where I've jumped to different time periods with people just because wanted to spend the time with those individuals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and making sure that everybody's on the same page and and has a voice in talking about what you're trying to do as an organization makes a huge difference. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for talking with us, Andrew. And, uh, yeah, until next time. You've been listening to The Greenwood, the official podcast of the company of Little Dunmo.